Welcome to Remodel Your Life. We are shining the light on women thriving in the trades and remodeling their life into something better. Join a female carpenter as she interviews women around the country about the incredible variety of careers and financial opportunities for women in construction and the skilled trades. And now, your host, Camille Finan. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining me on the Remodel Your Life show. I'm Camille. And today we're talking about a very uh, interesting topic, which is um, the sort of the mindset around being a starving artist. And I've got with me Katie Thompson, who's joining the show again to talk a little bit about her new workshop called Tell Your Story Workshop and how she's really trying to change the mindset in the woodworking industry to um, you know, really want to thrive and not feel uncomfortable making money with your art. So, Katie, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me again, Camille. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about some of your thoughts around you know um, this sort of old mindset of being a starving artist and and how you might think a little differently around that? Well, just the day and age that we live in, we have more access to everything than we ever had before. And the same goes for artists and how we connect and build our networks, how we approach press, how we sell our artwork. Um, Everything we do, we have all of these new tools that so many artists and creatives uh, for a long time didn't have these. So old strategies aren't going to work with these new tools. So uh, just kind of on that basis right there, it's it's time for people to, to pivot a little bit and use these things, um, use these new tools to their advantage. And um, also living in the modern world, there's so many different ways to make a career um, through your art, whether it is selling your art, you know, straightforward or, you know, teaching or, you know, writing, sharing your expertise somehow. Um, People, artists have a lot more to offer than I think they realize sometimes. And it, it is definitely time to change that mindset and have, you know, no more hiding in the corner. Oh, I don't want to show my work. <laughs> like, let's, let's be confident about this. So, yeah. yeah. Well, and I think, I, you know, I remember back to when I was just starting as a carpenter and I was so uncomfortable with being judged, right? I was so worried oh, that yeah. my stuff, my kitchens weren't pretty enough. My finishes weren't good enough. Like, right. You have all those things around when you're kind of learning your craft and it's hard to know, like, what's that line when you feel professional enough, right. Or good enough to ask for what you're worth. Right. So I I know the struggle's real, (laughs) right. I remember that. And so what's your thoughts on that? Like, what do you think makes, when do you think you're, you know, where's, what's sort of that line where you consider yourself a professional and where you can start really sharing your story and your work with confidence instead of kind of comparing yourself to your colleagues, right? Like where, where, where does that line fall for you? Well, I was just about to say it is definitely a, that line is a mindset. And as soon as you stop looking outside of yourself and start looking inwards, you know, what is your, why as an artist, why are you here creating this? What, what is your story, you know, and 
once people are able to kind of focus in on that and say, Hey, you know, I, this is why I do this. I'm really good at this. I'm really passionate about this. And just changing that, changing that focus, changing that mindset, taking yourself seriously is when you start to become a professional. I, you know, I can relate to that as well as an early artist. It it was uh, very um, humbling to go into some of the opportunities and relationships and things that I, I did. And it was like, Oh, there, you know, you have that imposter syndrome, like, Oh, they're going to find out I've only been doing this two years, or they're going to find out, you know, and and that's ridiculous because Mm -hmm. your value isn't determined by anybody else, but you truly. And, um, like I said, the sooner you start taking yourself and your skills, uh, more seriously and stop looking outside for validation, stop looking outside, uh, for, for reassurance that you're doing the right thing. You know, those, that, that comes when you're secure with yourself. And that's this course. That's what I really like about it is Mm. it's very simple. It makes you think the prompts are really to challenge the way that you view yourself, you view your work and hopefully help you get that little bit of perspective shift that you need to say, Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm an artist. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like about, uh, that's a good segue to the course, um, the tell your story workshop, which I, what I really love about it is that I feel like it really helps you build your confidence with, which is so much about of what, so much about what we do is about just having the confidence to realize like what you're doing is good enough, right? Most of us go way past the point <laughs> when it's good enough before we actually give ourselves like permission, right? And so I think the courses does a really good job of uh, making you feel really good about what you do. And the, when you generally, when you feel good about yourself, feel good about your work, you want to share it more, right? You're much more comfortable authentically sharing it. Um, so let's talk a little bit about like what the class is actually about. I know you, you, on your channel, you talk, you know, somewhat about some of your background, but you don't really share just how great you really are (laughs) in a lot of ways. So I thought it would be fun to kind of, um, you know, delve a little bit deeper into your background with press and getting articles and really pretty good, big magazines and how you've done that, right? With yourself personally and for clients. So let's start with just an overview of what is this workshop about and like, who can it actually help? So the workshop is all about finding your voice and finding ways to share that, like you said, with confidence efficiently and to help grow your business or your career, you know, get your work seen. So it starts out with a lot of kind of, um, you know, artist development techniques, uh, creative writing techniques, helping you get down to the basics of what you're doing. You know, it's really easy for us when we follow our passions to just hit the ground running and go And then you get to certain points and you notice, oh, you know, I should have, you know, picked up this piece along the way, or I should have developed this a little bit more before I I came to shows, you know, I, um, and that this part of the course is really to help you just kind of slow down, go back, like I said, go back to the basics, figure out why you're doing this and developing your story. So, you know, once you figured out your why, you feel very confident in what you're saying and you know that and um, practicing that and, and different ways to become more comfortable doing that. And then finally, we talk about ways you can actually express your story 
through press, through social media, um, through, you know, earned versus paid opportunities. We, we go into, uh, you know, a little bit of, of artist development all the way to um, really focusing on PR and showing people that they don't have to hire a super expensive, you know, agency, um, but they don't have to sit in their shop you know, by themselves either that, you know, a little bit of effort and a little bit of strategy can actually take you very far, you know, starting with things like local papers, you know, get to know who your local arts and culture reporter is, see what kind of stories they are writing, you know, um, network, you know, don't be afraid to, to cold pitch them. Don't be afraid to follow up on those pitches. You know, um, we also in the course talk about um, some tips for writing press releases effectively, um, you know, again, more strategy on distributing that so people can become their own marketing department really within their their art and um, their art practice and their, you know, creative business. So um, it, it's, we talk about a wide variety of things, but ultimately, like you said, it's to help people feel confident in their story, what they're sharing and who they're sharing it with. Yeah. And, you know, for me, the value of this for such an inexpensive class, you know, it's $47, but it can teach you how to get into some really big magazines. And with social media now, you know, whenever I used to get in the press, I wasn't even trying to, right? Occasionally it would happen. But back then, like you didn't have any social media buttons, right? (laughs) So you were really dependent on a a potential client reading that article about you or your company and then sort of finding you, right? But now it's so fast and easy for them to link from the article, right? That it's a really amazing way to get clients. And like you said, it doesn't take very much effort. Um, You know, a lot of those places are dying for content, right? They're dying for information and they would love to cover what you're doing and how your product helps somebody. So I think it's a really inexpensive and easy way to get your work out there. And I think sometimes people just forget about traditional media, right? They, they maybe forget about some of those avenues for themselves locally and regionally. And most woodworkers sort of sell locally and regionally. So um, I think it's great that you cover that. Can you talk a little bit about maybe some few things around like getting press ready? Like, what do you think editors are you know, what are editors sort of looking for that you could give us like one or two tips real quick? Sure. Well, definitely when you are pitching them or, you know, writing a press release, being succinct to the point, um, hitting those things early on, grabbing their attention, that's really important. And then, you know, furthermore, to grab their attention, think about things that set you apart from everyone else. You know, you you are you, you are the only you. So there is definitely something about you um, that stands out and, and is different from what is typically offered. So think about that and incorporate that into your story as well. Um, that's also helpful to catch editor and, and writer's attention as well. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the clients that you've sort of, this the strategy that you've helped um, I mean, you've gotten in front of some pretty big names and some pretty interesting connections. How, you know, can you talk a little bit about some, you don't have to name all their names, right? But can you talk a little bit about like some of the, some of the clients that you've helped, you know, get press or um, get yourself into press a little bit that people may not know about you? Absolutely. So when I started my career, I graduated from the College of Charleston in 2009. and. Um, Being a communications professional, I think I remember one of my professors saying, 
you know, you have to be competitive. You have to get internships. You have to get experience before you even graduate because when you graduate, 70,000 other communications graduates are also graduating just that, that year alone, you know, from college. And I was like, whoa, you know, that really um, mm-hmm. put things into perspective. And I was like, all right. And I got my first internship like the next week. Um, <laughs> so uh, starting from there, you know, I learned the basics of, um, you know, nonprofit arts management seeing how they interact with the press, how they handle their events and their announcements. That taught me a lot. Um, And then, of course, like once I graduated and started freelancing and taking on different clients, you approach a different business or a different client differently. So um, one of my longtime clients was a produce farm. And so how I would go about you know, promoting their program, and they actually had a community supported agriculture program. So there was like kind of this nonstop sales element going on as well for them. Um, Coming up with a press release and distributing it to all of the, you know, the local and regional newspapers, all the community calendars, identifying all the little, you know, food, local food, excuse me, food bloggers, um, people that are writing about food or maybe have, you know, a column in a, in a local um, weekly, um, really like targeting all those things and also um, making sure that they go to networking groups um, so people can also associate, you know, a face with that name that they're reading in the paper. So um, that required a little bit different strategy than I had been used to. And it was very much kind of a boots on the ground having to go to events and things like that. So um, while I found it was really easy to get into the press and these, like I said, community calendars and getting different articles and things like that written um, on the farm, it was also a lot of having to build direct relationships with the customers. And I think we served at our peak, it was like 1,200 families possibly maybe more, I can't remember, Um, but weekly, you know, so it was a lot of relationships to build a lot of, so um, it it took a lot of strategy and that was a little bit different approach than maybe I would have used for um, an artist, but having that experience and then also my experience in other corporate communications roles, I've worked with, you know, healthcare and, um, you know, other advocacy nonprofits and things like that. It's, it's just given me a lot of different experience, a lot of different perspective. Um, and it's also made me really passionate about helping people. I've, I've been very fortunate to be selective of the different industries that I work with. And um, it's, it's taught me a lot about, you know, the importance of building relationships for different industries and how a business or a maker or artist relationship with their customer is different compared to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting. Yeah. Well, and I love that now you're applying those skills to the woodworking industry, right? To the artist industry and helping them get a lot more notoriety, right? A lot more sales, hopefully. Um, So let's talk a little bit about this VIP option, because I love that you are willing to share your time and attention with so many people. And so for not a little, just a little bit more money, they can basically get your eyes on all their homework and your help with their specific angles to their specific companies and products. Is that correct? Absolutely. So uh, the VIP package at the end of the course, they can submit, you know, any or all the work they've done uh, for me to look over. 
And it's basically a mini consultation. I'm going to take the time to look through this and make some notes. And um, at the end, I'll type up, you know, kind of some suggestions, my thoughts, um, maybe some customized action steps, you know, hey, maybe focus more on social media or, hey, let's, you know, consider starting, you know, going down this route. Um, And then also, you know, helping them with everything from how they will, you know, develop their message, you know, is their message tight enough? Is it mm-hmm. clear enough? Um, and the, you know, suggestions on that all the way to, okay, let's, let's tweak your strategy a little bit. Let's tweak your delivery. Um, it, it, and, you know, for students to be able to say, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed this section, but I felt like I struggled with this one. Like, can you give me feedback on that? Like that really, you know, will allow the student to, to show me, hey, this is, you know, a little bit more of what I, I need some feedback on and I can provide them that customized feedback through the VIP package. That's awesome. And that's, you know, for you guys that don't know, she usually charges, you know, a lot more to do one-on-one work with her. And so this is basically a way of getting that same attention um, for a really inexpensive price. And so if you've been, you know, if you've been thinking about getting into the press or getting into a magazine or getting into your local arts and crafts you know, part in your newspaper and really getting your work out there. Um, Katie's the person to help you do that <laughs> and give you that compelling angle that's going to get the attention of that editor and also maybe just make you feel a lot more comfortable, you know, confidently sharing your work with a bigger audience. Um, so, Katie, any little last minute thoughts that you want to share that, you know, might help somebody understand if Tell Your Story Workshop is for them? I mean, I think we've covered a lot of it, but if I've missed something, let me know. No, I think you did a great job. I just wanted to say that I'm so excited about this. This course started when, um, you know, I teach at the Charleston Woodworking School. So this course has started specifically for woodworkers and it has been amazing to teach it over the past couple of years and to now present it in this form. And I just wanted to emphasize how it could help you, you know, if you're a woodworker, if you're an artist, if you're a maker, if you are a you know creative professional, if you're a small business owner, these strategies, you know, yes, the course is geared towards the more creative mindset, but there's so many different people this could help, whether you're, you know, new, a new artist, whether you're a seasoned professional. Um, and e- even if you work in the corporate corporate world, let's say you work in public relations or something like that, there are some, some techniques and some practices in here that can help you kind of brush up and, um, like you said, build more confidence and say, okay, I know what I'm talking about and having that come across whenever you're talking to your customer and your audience. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I can't wait. Um, today is the last day, you guys. It ends today at midnight. So this is the last day to sign up for the Tell Your Story workshop. Um, it's only $47. Uh, you can finish it in a, in under a month. And the VIP option is $97. This is the least, you know, the least amount that it's going to be. Um, she's going to do this again in fall, but it won't be the same price. So if you want to make a difference in 2021 and really really push yourself in your business to to expand your audience. I think this is a really great option and you get the lovely Katie to help you with that. So um, Katie, thank you so much. And what else is kind of coming up on the horizon for you as we wrap this up? Well, thank you again for having me on. And yeah, 
so many exciting things going on. And um, part of the reason why the launch is closing, you know, for a couple couple of months till fall is I'm also launching a new monthly digital journal, uh, Pen and Chisel. It will be for woodworkers, artists, and makers, uh, really focusing on creating a new culture around craft is, is kind of the tagline I'm going with there. But uh, really excited about it. It's going to be different than what I think people are used to seeing as far as woodworking media and craft you know, media are used to um, talking about ways to build your business, talking about personal things like gender and how that's, you know, affected people's careers and how it's uh, done different things in the in the industry and and how things are changing and need to be changed. We're, we're not going to be afraid to go there, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and it's definitely going to have plenty of takeaways, you know, as far as education, how to's. Um, things like that. But, you know, it, it is going to be different. It's, it's not going to be, it's not going to be your grandpa's woodworking magazine. That's for sure. And I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited about that. And, um, and also providing a platform for, for so many new fresh voices yeah. that um, see these changes and, and see that needs what needs to happen. And I'm just so excited for the response. So thanks for the opportunity to talk about that. Yeah, that's great. Well, I I can't wait. I know it's going to be very inclusive and diverse and interesting. And um, it's what I wish was there 25 years ago, right? When I was starting. So I love how welcoming it is. And it's going to be really fun to see what comes out of that. Um, So thank you so much for joining us today. And you guys, I'm going to put the link in the bio. It'll be up just for the rest of today. So sign up now. And um, really enjoy the Tell Your Story workshop. And Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Camille. Thanks so much for listening to Remodel Your Life. I sure have enjoyed being with you today. And if you really like our show, we'd love it if you would subscribe through iTunes. You can always send us feedback through email at Camille at RemodelYourLifePodcast.com. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Remodel Your Life Podcast. This episode has ended, but your remodeling journey can continue. Head over to RemodelYourLifePodcast.com to access all the resources, tools, and links mentioned in this episode. Until next time, get your hands dirty and create the life you want from the foundation up. And thanks again to Blue Apron. I just love cooking with them and so appreciate their support of my show. Mm-hmm.